0: Praise God. Amen. We've had such a great time already. We can't go home from now, but um, God is not done yet. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're looking at God's word um, in the time that we have. How are we doing? Amen. Please just greet the person beside you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So let's let's run very, let's run very quickly. Let's um, open our Bibles to Proverbs twenty-four. Proverbs 24, and we'll be reading verse 10. Proverbs 24, verse 10. Amen. So I'd like us to read together. Want to go. Amen. Let's read it again. Amen um tonight in the next few minutes that we have um we want to have a conversation around um strength exchanging our weakness for strength the bible says here that if you faint in the day of adversity your strength is small in other words you are not supposed to faint uh, one translation says if you faint in the day of adversity there wasn't much to you in the first place amen so we are not supposed to faint and there's a whole economy of strength that God's people are not are not tapping into this is going to this is going to bless you I trust God that it will bless you and I believe that there will be an impartation for strength in all of our lives in Jesus name so if you faint in the day of adversity your strength is small the last days one of the things that would characterize the last days is fainting there'll be a lot of fainting of course sometimes even physical but it's not majorly physical hallelujah we all agree that we're in a revival so in a revival we're not supposed to to faint so the bible is telling us that your strength is small and that's what we want to look at i believe there's something here for us to look at why is it that the strength of so many people is small because if there is anything that characterizes God is the fact that his in fact one of his names is the almighty amen that's that's from where they get the, the Hebrew El Shaddai so God is Strong. There is nothing weak about him. Let's go to Isaiah 40, and then we'll just tie it together. Isaiah 40, I believe from verse... I believe from verse 29. Isaiah 40. All right, I'll read because of time. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. So we've said that in a, in a revival, um, we're not supposed to faint because we are the ones that God is counting on to save the people that have either fainted or died. Amen. Hallelujah. So when God's people begin to faint, then something has gone wrong somewhere there are two expressions of there are two expressions of um revival and this would be very useful as we go along the first expression of the first meaning it literally means to bring something back to life or um, wake somebody up the second one which is very interesting it talks about um guiding no not guiding it talks about Um, renewing the the interest of something calling your attention to something amen Amen. as we're all seated here we are not all interested in the same things amen even as it concerns the things of god we're not all interested in the same things not everybody is interested in glory, for example. Not everybody is interested in kingdom and all those things. So, there is a weakness in the soul that makes it very easy for people for people to faint. Naturally speaking, it's a, I want us to appreciate the um, supernatural dimension that it takes to see. Amen. Amen. It's not very easy. There's a lot of things going on. A lot of people don't have that strength to see. And then if you can see, can it be maintained over a period of time? So strength to see, that's the first demand that our day is making on us. And it's our prayer that all of us would rise to the occasion. Amen. We have to see the Lord and what he's doing. Amen. A lot of people cannot see. One of the signs of fainting, you, you are dizzy. You can't see very well. Amen. And he says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. So one of the greatest indicators of strength is sight. Of course, again, not as a buzzword, but something that is really, really dear to your heart. Amen. There are people that you follow, you won't be able to see very well again. There are people that you follow, you will see. And by the way, that's the second demand. Follow. So this Bible study is about see and follow. And then would will wrap up. Amen. But we're still talking about see. Amen. It takes a lot of focus. You know, today I was looking in Isaiah 40. You know, the Bible says that we will mount up with wings as eagles. What is it about... An eagle. An eagle. One of the ways an eagle trains its young is it looks. An eagle can look at the sun directly, and then the, that young is also able. They, they train their young by looking at the sun. Any of any of the babies that can't look at the sun, they throw it away from the from the nest. In Malachi 4:2, Jesus is called the Son. Of righteousness. It takes a lot of strength. To keep looking. At Jesus. And you are not distracted. Because people are looking for different things. <laughs> people are looking. People are looking at different things. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Some, of, some people just want. Anointing. It's not always the entire essence of God. It takes a lot of fo- I just want you to appreciate the, the, the help of the Spirit in focusing. You know, there's a, there's a song now, Focus. Focus does not come by singing that song. In fact, the more people sing that song, you can tell that they are not focused. Both the singer and the singers are not are not focused. It's not by doing your neck like this and doing your hand like this. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a walk of grace that all of us, all of us need to need to experience. Amen. Because even even with God, there can be distractions. That's why you must know what you want. You must know what you are looking for, and you just focus and unlock it. Let's see Second Kings chapter two. Let's see an example of let's see an example of focus. Second Kings two. We'll read from verse one to ten. It's the story of when Elijah was about to go. We'll just read and we'll just. I wanted to, let's read together and let's see, let's see Elisha's focus. And it came to, and you see all the drama that happened. And you, you would appreciate that it's not very easy. If some of us were here, um, we're not too sure, would have collected the mantle. And it came to pass, when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven, by a whirlwind, that... Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Then Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord leaves, and as your soul leaves, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel, very useless people, came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he says, yes, I know. Keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here. It was as if everything was just working to distract him from what he wanted to collect. Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Jericho. But he said, as the Lord leaves and as your soul leaves... I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? So he answered, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me unto the Jordan. But he said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. And 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance. While the two of them stood by the Jordan. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up and struck the water. And it was divided this way and that So that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what I may do for you before I am taken away from you. Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, You've asked a hard thing, nevertheless. If you see me when I'm taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it and he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into pieces. He also took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Amen. So you see that level so we get it until we begin to see. Hallelujah. Remember, Satan, opponent resists someone that resists and obstructs. And most of the attacks that the enemy brings our way, one way or the other, it's an attack on our strength, our ability to continue with the lord our ability to continue following jesus amen that's why we must all be careful how we say we're tired amen and if you if you if you say that make sure it's even your your body amen there are very few things more terrible than a tired mind a tired soul a weary soul. Amen. But you must do business with God in a way where you are constantly engaging and exchanging strength. Remember the word renew in Isaiah 40. It means to exchange. So we can always exchange um, exchange strength. Hallelujah. The Bible says we should strengthen the things that are remaining that are about to about to die. Hallelujah. Amen. In some marriages are on the last bar. Amen. Amen. But if they can exchange the strength, things will begin to, to look up again. Is this practical enough? Yes. Because all of us come to those points. What, what is, our, you know, I was thinking today, what is another word for challenge or challenges? Blow. Amen. Have you heard that English before? We had a blow. Maybe your business, your marriage, and some of those blows, they are designed to take you out. Amen. If you don't do that transaction quickly, You might find yourself where you never, never imagined. Hallelujah. But God is kind. And it is one of the provisions that he has made available to us. That we can always exchange our weakness for for strength. So that not because we're necessarily uh, supermen. But so that we can go on. We can, we can continue. Amen. And then we would eventually finish. So very quickly, the second demand that our day is making on us is, remember the spirit of might is not just for sure. It's an operation that comes as the occasion demands. And the days we're living in now, The second demand is follow. Amen. Amen. And there are some interesting things here for us. You know, the Bible says, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ and all of that. But many times when we talk about following, there's an element that is usually missing or we don't really emphasize. And that is the path or the road that the person you are following is on. Amen. Amen. And it has a lot to do with our relationship with God. Do you know that the whole issue of sin, the word translated sin literally means uh, missing the mark. When you say someone is a sinner, it's not that he has, before he's a fornicator, before he's, uh, he's a thief, is that he's traveling on a road? He leaves that familiar road, goes somewhere with turns and bends, and then eventually he's lost. That's the picture when we talk about when we talk about sin. Amen. And you need to upgrade your your theology because we have a whole generation that doesn't even know that sin means missing the mark before we begin to talk about the works of the flesh amen it's the point of departure from god and his ways that's what it that's what sin that's what sin means and that's what jesus came to deal with so the path that we travel on or the path that we walk on It's very, very important. Let's see John chapter 13. Again, following is supernatural. There's nothing casual about following. If you do it in your strength, it's only a matter of time. You will get to a point you can't go again. Amen. So all of us in this room, following... Pastor Zach, you have to keep engaging in this transaction because it's going to get to a point. Remember the weakness in the soul. If, the, if your interest, one of the ways, let me just help you so that you will know whether you are following or not. One of the ways that you can know that you are truly following us in this church, for example, is... Do, are we excited about the same things? It's a very simple test. If what excites us, or let's use our lead pastor, if what excites the lead pastor does not, not just that it doesn't excite you, there is no desire, there is no plan that one day it will excite you. You are not following. Amen doesn't matter how many times you call him papi remember papi 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 you are not following amen is it simple enough so john 13 verse 36 simon peter said to him lord where are you going jesus answered him where i am going you cannot follow me now but you shall follow me afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for your sake. Natural. Jesus answered him, will you lay down your life for my sake? Most assuredly, I say to you, the rooster shall not crow till you have denied me three times. And then it says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Amen. And if you read further down, the Bible says that G- um, Peter followed quite all right, but he was behind. Amen. And then that girl that was sent from wherever, just embarrassed him. I think that's the real skit of, it's you, it's you. Amen. And he denied. Amen. The first time, it's you. He said, I'm not the one. It's not me. Second time, third time. Amen. So there is a supernatural dimension to following. If your strength is small, you really can't follow. Because the, the path, many times, it's not that it's not, it's not easy. There's a lot of, there's a lot of demand. And if you, if you look at scripture, the scripture says a lot about the path. For example, it says the path of the just is as a shining light. The path of the just is not every path. You understand? There is a path known as the path of the just. We'll come back to this, but let's see Isaiah 35, so that you'll just appreciate the road, what this means, and you can decide whether you want to follow or not. Let's, because of time, let's read from verse 8. You can read the rest when you, when you get home. See what the Bible says. It says, a highway shall be there, and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. I like this part. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. You see something about the path. What you are looking for in God is not everywhere. So, as we talk about following, you need to be mindful of the path. There is a path that our pastor is taking us through. If you are interested in knowing this God, if you want success and fame, there are other, other paths. Do you understand this? It says, Whoever walks this path or this road, although a fool, shall not go astray. In other words, there is a path where it is easier to do this transaction of exchanging strength. There is a path that strengthens you. It's designed, it's designed to strengthen you. Amen. Jesus said, narrow is the way. And um, let me paraphrase. It says, narrow is the path that leads to life. Amen. And we've said it again and again. That word narrow there is not um, 144,000. Amen. It just means that you don't have too many options. You don't even have options. Is God or nothing? There is a way you can engage God. Is God or nothing? No plan B. Amen. Another expression of that of that scripture is that based on what people are interested in. They won't appreciate some path. He says, if it's life you want, if it's strength you want, if it's glory you want, it's not everywhere. That's the context of, of narrow. It's not that God is wicked and he has hid it from some people, but people's the weaknesses in people's souls doesn't even allow them to see or Appreciates, you understand so the path is so important let's see jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16 Thus says the lord stand in the ways and see and ask for the old paths, where the good way is and walk in it then you will find rest for your souls But they said what? We will not walk in it. Amen. Not God, though. They said we will not walk in it. And it gets to a point as we're following. So I'll stay with following pastor because at least you can see. Nobody here can see Jesus. So let's stay with following pastor. Amen. Do you know that this church is, is going somewhere? And it might get to a point, God forbid, you look at it and say, the way these people, the way these people are going, I can't continue. And the solution is not to say, I can never do that. If you faint, you won't even know when you've made the decision. So you have to keep that transaction needs to arrange your work with God in a way where. There is that constant supply of strength. You are exchanging. All this, any little thing I'm not doing again, it's not the will of God. This is why divorce is high. There is weakness in the soul. Amen. People can't can't endure. Hallelujah. As far as I'm concerned anybody that gets married any issue you have within the first five years can be resolved that's the early early stage from that point we cannot begin to but first five years you have no business talking about a divorce or anything you understand but that's a narrow it's a narrow path not everybody can can stay on this path amen you understand? God is the one that arranges our diet, is the one that arranges our food. Everything that we have added to the meal will only make us weak. Make us weaker, make us weaker. That's why you have weak Christians all over the place. They can't stand. Do you know today? If you are not careful, you will not preach one successful message because the harassment the harassment is too much you'll be speaking in in parables that you don't even know what you're saying amen because the harassment is too much but god wants us strong amen god wants us strong and you need to begin to appreciate what is strong and what is weak you should be able to tell the difference. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the path that we're walking on, as we follow, God, there is a way that God can strengthen you, not just to follow him, but to follow his servant. Remember, there is resistance. So what the temptation is to go to the path of least resistance but many times the more the resistance the more likely that what you are looking for is there and if you can stay if god can if god can empower you hallelujah do you understand this so and this is the demand that our day is making on us strength to see strength to follow. Enough weight in your soul so that you are not easily easily moved. The Bible says those that trust in the Lord will be like Mount Zion that shall not be moved. It's not the will of God to be easily easily moved. Hallelujah. And it's our prayer that as we you will not be part of this casualty. Because God needs warriors and your strength. Again, remember, let me emphasize, we're, we're not talking, we're not saying that you are, you are super. We're not saying that you won't have issues. We're not saying you won't go through pain. But we're saying that if you engage this, you are unstoppable. Do you understand? That's, that's what we're saying. You are unstoppable. The enemy will never be able to, to stop you. You will not fall by the wayside as many people are doing today. You will keep going and you will keep going and you will keep going till you see Jesus. That's what strength, that's what strength does. It's not, this is how you will know that it's not by the muscles. Amen. It's entirely a spiritual transaction and you are pushing things and god keeps and god keeps helping you in first uh first corinthians fifteen fifty eight, the bible says be steadfast unmovable always abounding in the walk of the lord i want us to appreciate the the operation of the spirit of might again and and always tell your, always remind yourself that you are a you are a warrior. Amen. Of all the messages I got on on my on my birthday, the, the best one was the one that I'm still looking for who wrote it. But nobody wants to come up. Maybe when I say the gifts then and it was it was the fact that um, I can't remember everything. But the word that stayed with me was stays. You understand? Pastor Obi stays. And you know it takes it's not casual. It's a it's a work of grace to stay. To stay in this time is not is not normal. To stay in one church, to stay with one pastor to stay with your husband or your wife is not normal. There is a walk of grace that goes in that direction. There is an allocation of the spirit that goes in that direction. And before you know it, you become a mighty person, someone that God God can count on. Because when the chips are down, it's not really by what we say. It's not really by the noise we make. It's not really by jumping up and down. It's the strength in your soul. Not in your spirit, in your soul. Because that's the one we're engaging in this realm. And that's where all the problem is. That's where all the trouble is. So you must know how to exchange. It doesn't matter how you profess love. If there's weakness in your soul, that marriage will not work. Yes, Amen. Amen. It won't work. And you will be surprised. Two good people. But it's not about good. We're saying that this battle, it has passed human strength. We need to go higher. The psalmist says, when my heart is overwhelmed, it says, lead me to the rock that is higher. There is a place where we do business and we exchange strength. And anybody that you see that looks super, it's not that they are super. They've just learned how to do this transaction so that you won't keep saying you are tired, you are tired, till God calls you home. God forbid. Amen. Hallelujah. So has this been simple enough? Let's meditate on this and God will bless you. Hallelujah.